Hey, welcome to Bloomfield, the college football podcast about all of college football. I'm your host, Patrick Mayhorn. I'm joined by Ryan Donnelly. And Ryan, it's Jerry Seinfeld week here at Flipping the Field. Uh, what's wow. the What's the deal with college football? It's the question that we're no, I thought asking. I thought you were bringing your 18-year-old girlfriend on the podcast. That's different. That's a different thing that we're doing. That's not... <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a different thing entirely. Um, no comment at this time. Uh, Ryan, how's it going? Uh, it's good. It's good. We're, we're podcasters in cars getting coffee or something. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's, um, that's one of those things that he was, that he was doing. We're on the flight logs. Yeah, we could... That was one of his things, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, much like Jerry Seinfeld, I'm defending my co-host for his use of racial slurs. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, what's, what's the deal with the food on Jeffrey Epstein's plane? I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Patrick, we're here with uh, another version of the watch list. It's not our best week, right? This is this college football is not saying their best to us yeah. uh, in, in week nine, but it's still, which means it's probably how you know there's going to be like four ridiculous upsets and yeah. some shit's going to pop off. So, what I really I don't know. Uh, what I really like is that I have personally, I have had two weeks this season. This will be the second week that I have been able to like sit down and actually watch college football for the entire day. And it has been easily the two worst weeks of the season. <laughs> Not even fucking close. Easily the two worst slates of the season thus far. Because uh, Utah State is on another off week this week. Really cool. I really like it. It's good that this keeps happening. It's like this every fucking year for me too. It's, it's, uh, it's good. I'm happy about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Uh, you, you, I think, uh, you've been the kiss of death for a lot of college football. So, yeah, um, happy, happy to know you'll be watching here, and I'm sure all of your favorite teams are going to lose because of it. So, of so I'm sorry to see that. That is good. usually sort of how it goes. Usually, my favorite teams do lose, which is always, uh, it's always good. One of those things where you sort of, you have it happen, and you think to yourself, like, why do I watch this every week? It seems like it's not ever actually good for me. <laughs> like it's mostly just bad. That was. Uh, not to not to take us too far off the rails, but I did definitely have that thought yesterday as I was sorting through our um, one of the one of the meet at midfield fantasy fo- college football uh, fantasy football leagues that that I am in with you, uh, where my team is two and six despite being like fourth in scoring in the league because uh, it has easily had the most points scored against it by like more than a hundred, um, and I did have a moment as I was sorting through cutting half of my team where I was like, why did I let him talk me into doing this? I know that it's never good. <laughs> I know that it's always. Just- just this it's uh it's cool it's a cool curse that i have yeah that's great i'm so happy for you yeah uh <laughs> really loving it having you, a good time <laughs> you've earned it you've earned it this season and I, and I think that's all we know how to say that's right um well patrick um the villains the villains of college football are once again back to torture us um with their lies and yeah. their mistruths um, so let's get into what these, uh, what these little perverts well, have for us this week, huh? Real quick. Do we want to plug, we have a, we have a home field thing going on that we should. Oh yeah. We also probably... we have a website. We should do that first. Yeah. Meet at midfield.com. It's the website. You can go there. You can subscribe. You should just click the little button. It's fun to click. You type in all your, all your little information and the money goes yeah. right to us. It's, it's crazy how that works on the, you don't, and have to don't call ask why. Don't ask why we're the only subscription service that wants to know your social security too. That's yeah. not your business. And your mother's it's... maiden name. Yeah, it says it says uh, <laughs> what's your username that you'd like, but it has to be it has to include your mother's maiden name and your social security <laughs> number. There's no reason for that. It's just a security thing for us. It's it's just you know yeah yeah nothing it's just identification. It's it's nothing nothing 
complicated or anything. Don't worry about it. It's twelve ninety nine a month. You get all the stuff. Uh, you know the stuff. You get it. You can you can have it. We just recorded a huge premium show with talk about Charlotte, talk about second year coaches. Um, it was good. You can go get that for twelve ninety nine a month, and you get also the other premium shows and all of the other stuff and the message board, which is really good uh, all week. But especially on game days, the message board is is very very good. Excited to be on there this weekend. Um, meetatmidfield.com. Go check it out. And then also homefieldapparel.com. Meet at Midfield is the code to get 15% off your first purchase. And we have a, uh, we have a giveaway going on right now. We have a, we, we, we've, we've crossed the streams. We have these two advertisements connected. Yeah, that's so true. We have a giveaway going on. And if any new member signs up, um, or if any existing member prefers a new member, uh, they get three times the entries, uh, for a chance at a hundred dollars of homefield apparel gear. That's three t-shirts. Dude. Yeah. You're getting three whole fucking t-shirts. Who else is giving you three T-shirts? Yeah. Um, let's name some names. Uh, ESPN.com. <laughs> not not, I'm not giving doing you three it. T-shirts. They're the Athletic. Good. I haven't seen three T-shirts coming their way. You know, coming your way from them. Yeah. Um, Joe Brandon. How about, he didn't do that. No. He's, he has. No, he's sir. never given you a free T-shirt. You, come on. You know who used to. You know who used to give away T-shirts? Uh, <laughs> MSN.com. You ever heard of MSN.com? It used to be huge on the I'm, internet. I'm familiar. Not as big anymore. <laughs> I'm familiar. Yeah. Yeah, uh, um, you got to bring that back. That's what we're doing. That's what happened. That's what your subscription goes to. Is that if you subscribe to midfield.com and if you if you do this, uh, you sign up with this giveaway. Uh, we're, we're doing a bring, hostile takeover. Yeah, we're yeah. going to bring MSN back, and so you can you can look forward to that as well. Yeah, we're actually going to be the third Deadspin. Mm. Is what our next iteration is. Mm. Yeah, the the second one was really <laughs> good, and so we're just going to do. We're iterating on that. We're we're making it even. <laughs> we're making it even better. Uh, every, what if what if we did? Um, okay, how, how's your idea, Patrick, for the for the website? Just write this down after I okay. say it. All right. Yeah. We're going to do uh, Deadspin Cribs, where we go to um, sports writers' homes to see how they live. Mm. <laughs> 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 that would actually be really, really good. That... <laughs> oh my god! Hey, what's up? Yeah, what's I'm, up? That's been three up thick styles up into my up into my house. <laughs> I'm Stu Mandel. Welcome to my condo. This is where <laughs> this is where this is where Blank lives three doors down from me at. Uh... <laughs> this is my little peeking hole that I've created. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh. All, every 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 episode would just be the fucking Simpsons bit where the the wall falls off of Lenny's house and he's just sitting there at the table in his underwear. He says, "Don't tell anybody how I live." That would be every episode. It's uh, <laughs> there's just nothing else except for a kitchen table. Um, yeah, that would be that would be really good. I say would be. It will be really good because that's what we're doing. That's what your subscriptions go to. Meetatmidfield.com and homefieldapparel.com. Spend some fucking money. Come on, what are you? What are you? What are you broke? Spend some money. You could you could do it. Get out there. Meet at Midfield is the code for 15% off your first purchase if you are broke. If you're not broke, uh, you can use the code anyway, but it's uh, frowned upon. Uh, starting off here, Thursday, <laughs> October 27th, Guantanamo Bay game, uh, Utah at Washington State, 10 p.m. on FS1. This is a pretty good weeknight game. I, these, we've, we've had a couple of these this season with teams who you don't usually associate with weeknight games being on weeknight games. This is one of them. Uh, I think this will be good. I, I think Utah will win. I don't expect that Washington State's going to be able to really find much of anything that works here, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout or anything, and so I'm interested in being able to watch this one. I'm excited about this one. 
Yeah, um, I, I think that it's probably going to be a comfortable win for Utah, but they're, I mean, they're just a team that kind of matchups pretty well against against Washington State, right? Especially yeah. with Cam Ward not being able to really test their secondary at all yeah. uh, or do anything well as a quarterback. <laughs> um, it's a small problem. Uh, but, but Cam Rising is able to do that. He is very good. Um, I, I think Cam Rising is going to kind of throw the ball well in the Swazoo defense. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's like a game I'm, I'm curious to watch. It's a Thursday night, and I like, you know, it's always nice to want, get a little Thursday football. Um, mm-hmm. But I expect this one will be out of hand by halftime, which is the perfect game, right? Yeah. Uh, Utah pulling away by halftime is great. You get to go to bed early. We do love um, that. Win-win all around. Um, this Thursday night slot, honestly, a little better than usual, but not still a ton going on. <laughs> we got we got Louisiana Southern Miss going on as well. Yeah. The most wanted slot at 730 and ESPN2. Um, Sunbelt game here. Southern Miss kind of needs this win. Louisiana does as well. Both programs uh, not doing as well as they wanted to this season at all. Well, uh, Will Southern, Ball Southern, year, Southern... Southern Miss is doing about what it wanted to do, to do this year. Louisiana, on the other hand, no, it's it's doing poorly enough for both of them. It is it is eating for two today. It's, it's, yeah, this is not is not been a good year for Louisiana. But Southern Miss would really love to be able to go to a bowl game, and this would get them quite a bit closer to that. This would be a huge uh, a huge win for them. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see about that. Yeah, and then no fly list. I I don't think it's an especially good game, but it's it'll be meaningful at least. Uh, then no fly list. Jesus Christ, Virginia Tech at NC State, seven thirty on ESPN. I I really honestly wouldn't include this <laughs> if not for like I don't know. I guess I'm kind of still interested in NC State's defense, but this is this is going to be really bad. This is going to be really really bad. There's not you don't have Devin Leary to look forward to. I I wouldn't I wouldn't with this one. No need, no need, really. Um, I mean, Virginia Tech is one of the worst teams in the country, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, also, just the least interesting teams in the country, which is perhaps more offensive. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's fair. Don't need to see them. Don't yeah. need to see them. Yeah, they're just they're nasty, but not in a funny way. They're just bad. They're just they're just nasty in a bad way. Uh, Friday, October twenty eighth, the Guantanamo Bay game is ECU at BYU, eight p.m. on ESPN two it's fine. It's okay. I'm interested to see ECU go on the road after a big win, but BYU has been so bad these last couple of weeks that it's hard to get too excited about this. Yeah. BYU has been off. I mean, honestly awful, but I guess it's exciting in the sense to see what Mike Houston's ECU can do. Yeah. Um, obviously got a huge win against uh, UCF last week, as you said. And, and I, I do think that, I don't know, they're training the right direction. They kind of are, a little bit late to fulfill some of the excitement they had this off season. Yeah. Um, but they seem to be moving in that direction now. So I think another, getting a win here for them would be a huge step of progress. Yeah. Um, even if BYU is, is worse than we expected. Um, losing is also pretty understandable. I'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not going to get bent out of shape either way. No. Yeah. BYU is certainly more talented and physical, I, I think, but ECU would like to continue the momentum that it, that it has had and BYU has not been, has not lived up to that talent level certainly this year. Um, this is this was a a candidate for the the I'm about to bust narrative buster of the week, but ultimately I've gone in a different direction with it because I think I think there's a decent chance that ECU does lose this game, but I don't know that there's that much of a narrative around ECU right now other than just like wow, pretty good win over UCF. Um, I I think it's probably going to be pretty close, but I'm not particularly interested if I'm being honest. These are two kind of uh, what I would describe as conference teams at this point, and BYU doesn't have one of those, so I'm not really paying a whole lot of attention to them. But ECU is very much just what are they going to do in conference play for the rest of the year? So this is 
it's fine. It's okay. It's it's a decent side show. There's nothing else on on Friday night. It's it's fine. Um, there is one other game on Friday night, but it is not. It's literally not even worth mentioning. It's it's not. You don't need to watch it. Uh, Saturday, October 29th at noon, the Guantanamo Bay game is Ohio State at Penn State on Fox. Uh, I'll just uh, I'll let you do the. I'm, I'm, I'll take a temperature check here. Check here, Ryan. How are we uh, How are we feeling here? Uh, I mean, come on, you know, yeah, it's Penn fine. State. You feel fine, it's... yeah, <laughs> Not... yeah. Uh, I, I guess the question is just like the thing is like Penn State's whole pro. What, what I said about this game for a while here is that Penn State's whole program is built with trying to be Ohio State in mind. Like. Mm-hmm. It's the whole thing James Franklin is doing, just trying to be better at being Ohio State than Ohio State, which is obviously not working, yeah. but does tend to produce like, you know, relatively close results. I think Penn State's only lost by one score in three of the last four games. Yeah. Um, so that's nice for them, right? Like they're losing competitively. Um, those have also been whiteout games um, for the probably better Penn State teams. I think this Penn State team is, is going to finish 10 and 2, but it's not a serious football team. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They're going to be able to, they have really good quarter play, which didn't really matter against Michigan because Michigan can't throw the football. Um, Ohio State can, obviously, and wants to. Uh, so I expect you to see Ohio State run up the ball a lot more than they usually do, which I'll be curious to watch how that plays out and how Penn State adjusts to that. Um, I'm mostly just looking to see how Ohio State's offense performs against this Penn State, uh, rather, rather Ohio, how Ohio State's defense performs against this Penn State offense. Yeah. Um, Sean Clifford is, is nothing special, obviously, but. Penn State does have roughly a top 25 offense in college football. Um, they have some talent. They have some receivers, especially Parker Washington's NFL player. Mitchell Tinsley might be too. I'm just curious to see how Ohio State defends. You haven't seen them face a a real offense in, I don't know, yet this year. Uh, yeah. So I guess I'm curious to watch that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting enough. I would guess that this is going to be a uh, massacre. I, I think that this is not going to be competitive. Really, from the jump, I think Ohio State's going to beat the shit out of them. Probably, honestly, too much. I think that Ohio State might do too much to Penn State here and, and ultimately hurt its own resume by revealing how bad Penn State is. I, Yeah, I, I don't think Penn State's going to have much of anything going on here. And that is my general stance on Penn State. I don't think it has much going on. I think it just sort of is. It's there. It has the talent to win the games it's going to win, but there's not much going on upstairs, I don't think. Uh, most Wanted. I'm about to bust. This is my Hank Hill I'm about to bust narrative buster of the week, unfortunately. I hate to do this. I hate to say it. I don't want it to be the case, but this is this is the pick for me. Um, Notre Dame at Syracuse on ABC. Uh, I'm, I'm sad about it, but I think that Syracuse is going to lose. I think that Syracuse is going to lose to a not very good Notre Dame team. Um, I would guess that they are pretty badly beaten up from this, from the, uh, the Clemson game. I would guess that they are not in a great place emotionally right now, given the way that they lost that game. Sean Tucker was in and out of the lineup against Clemson with, a, with a, some injury stuff. He is working to get healthy. Um, I just this this feels like the kind of the the coming down to earth game. After you take the big emotional loss, this feels like the coming down to earth game that they really shouldn't lose, but I think they're going to. I believe them. I believe they can do it. Um, I, I think they can uh, they can handle it and, and find a way to lose this game. No, I'm just kidding. I, I think Syracuse wins. Um, I think Penn State doesn't have shit going on, and Syracuse at least has a competent defense. Little bit um, of a Freud, I also think they will... little bit of a Freudian slip there. <laughs> What's that? You said Penn State. It is, it is, oh, this, is, shit. this is Penn State, but yes, Notre Dame. Yes, Notre Dame. Sorry, shit. Uh, I think it's Syracuse going to win this game. I think basically they, they are going to realize their mistake last week of only giving their best player 10 touches in a huge game and not do that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you know they're at their best when they're giving the ball to both Sean Tucker and Rodney Gadsden, mm-hmm. um, and they're not going to forget that one of those two players exists this week. So 
Um, not concerned about it. They should win here. Um, if they lose, I will just about them completely and uh, <laughs> fail on them. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, also in the most wanted slot here. I think it'll be a good game. I'm, I'm interested in watching it. Uh, it. Probably not super high scoring, but could be entertaining. Uh, also in the most wanted here, Southern at Jackson State, 2 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. This is the game day game this week. I don't have a ton to say about it as a as an actual game. If I'm being honest, I think that Jackson State's probably going to beat their shit out of them because it seems like Jackson State is like really easily better than pretty much everybody else that they are going to play this year. Um because they have like really good players <laughs> compared to everybody else. But uh, I'm glad that this is where game day is headed. I'm glad that they're going to get their shine. Uh, I'm going to do my best to, to, to keep an eye on this one, to watch some of this one, because I think it's going to be a really cool environment. This is a, I believe, a pretty long-running rivalry. These these schools are not big fans of each other. Uh, I think it'll be really cool. I think this is just a, uh, this is an atmosphere game. This is a... You probably haven't watched Jackson State this year. I don't blame you. This is a chance to watch Jackson State game. Hopefully Travis Hunter plays. He has missed several weeks with injury. Um, I think it'll be really cool. I'm excited to see how Dion handles this. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's going to be fun to see Dion at game day, right? I mean, it's going to be yeah. it's going to be nice too, just to get an audition for him and, and see what he's got, especially because uh, Florida State season's functionally over. They're already eliminated for the ACC title. They're not doing shit this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Good addition for him to, to kind of get our game day. I wonder which friend at ESPN he got this lined up from. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is a another just chess master move by the king. Yeah. Uh, in his his long quest to dominate college football. So I'm excited for Dion. He's the greatest of all time, of course. And yeah. as we know, the next Nick Saban. So excited to see his reign start. <laughs> Dude, I mean, honestly. A, uh, a a a a reflection on how well his plan has worked. That fucking game day is going to Jackson State in year two. In year, t- it's year two for him, right? Like this is the immediate uh, vindication for him that he could turn Jackson State into a a media interest. That he could that he could get people just paying attention to Jackson State. Yeah, sure enough, it took him one season. <laughs> In year two, he's got game day coming to Jackson State. Like that's awesome. That's that's totally that is uh, vindicated in in what he, in what he believed he could do. He's done it. He has totally done it. He has made it into a uh, a thing that people are interested in, a thing that people care about. Um, and and the the way that he done it that he has done it is certainly unorthodox, but it it, it worked. He was right. <laughs> he was totally right. He he's he's he has succeeded, and I'm interested to see what they do here with the uh, with the spotlight on them. He he is unfortunately one of like the two or three guys on the planet that uh, this works for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like there's not many people uh, that actually have the Dion personality to pull off Recruitsy's point at this level. Yeah. Which is why it's going to be so funny because so many other schools are going to try to follow this, but other famous players. Uh, and it's not going to work. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like it's there just is gonna, a it's gonna the, keep... yeah Tennessee State is doing this specifically with Eddie George, who yeah by all accounts very nice man, very good football player. Not this. He's not this. <laughs> he's not. He's not. And he like also says like I don't really want to coach too. Like, yeah. He taught, you know what I mean? Like really it's cool. just prime. Prime is like the one guy who can do this. Like, yeah. Maybe Peyton Manning could do what he wants to. I don't know. But like it's, Peyton, it's not gonna Peyton could do the racist coaches. version of it. He could go to the opposite. He could yeah. whatever the opposite of the HBCUs are that are like hidden that we don't know about the historically white colleges. That's where Peyton could do it. Mm-hmm. Also, did you see the uh, Monday Night Football where he has uh, Obama is on the Manning cast? No. <laughs> Are you serious? 100%. Yeah, they have Obama on the Manning cast. He's oh wearing a quarter zip. Uh, <laughs> I made a joke that he's going to be using a drone to get the All-22. Yeah. Um, so that's 
Mm-hmm. Just going to repeat a joke people saw on Twitter three days ago now. So. Yeah. Well, I bet it, I bet they really <laughs> liked it then too. Um, no, that uh, that two, two really clash of personalities right there. Two titans of the industry for football. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know that uh, Obama. He won four Super Bowls as a head coach. People forget that, but he was a he was a great coach back in the day for the Bears. He, um, he does mysteriously have a Super Bowl trophy in the background of his shot, which I'm not kidding about. I don't know how huh. it got there or why, but there is a Super Bowl. There is a Lombardi. <laughs> In the background the of, his, uh, of his, yeah. How did he get that? <laughs> it's a it's a replica. It's a knockoff. He's just trying to if, impress. Peyton. If you're a president, they sell you a Lombardi. Actually, they give you a Lombardi, but you have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to listen. You will give you. We'll give it to you at a discount, but you're still gonna have to. You get the president's discount, but you're still gonna have to pay. Yeah, you you got to cover the cost. Like there's still there's still parts. You yeah, can't just you be know? giving this thing away. I mean, come on. It's. Uh, <laughs> A lot of man hours going into this thing. We need yeah. to pay those, those 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 workers have hungry families. Um, yeah. Anyway, interested in this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep an eye on it. No fly list. Oklahoma at, at Oklahoma at Iowa State uh, on FS1. Uh, Oklahoma loves to lose this game, but I don't think they're going to. I, I think that they're probably. Uh, I don't know why I think that. I just I don't think they're going to. I don't think Iowa State is built to do that this year. They're they're Iowa State's upset sites are set much lower this year on e- than even just a bad Oklahoma team. I don't think they're at that level where they can do that. It'll be close, but I don't think they're going to win. Yeah. Also, I mean, it's probably going to be a close game, and as we understand, Matt Campbell is now one in ten in his last eleven. Yeah. Um, awesome. not going to work for him. Come on, he's a loser. Yeah. Uh, it really is a sort of a stoppable force against a movable object, though, with Brent Venables against Matt Campbell in in late game management. That is, just, who 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 wants it less? Who can work harder to give this fucking game away? Well, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, next up, Toledo at Eastern Michigan on ESPNU. I don't know. Toledo has to go on the road after a tough loss. Back-to-back road games. EMU is capable. They're not good, but they're capable. Uh, interesting to keep an eye on, I guess. And it's not on the not on the paywall. You can watch it on actual TV, which is nice. And then also TCU at West Virginia on ESPN. This one is at noon as well. Uh, this is a U edition. Um, what is the what is the thinking here? Oh, I mean, for Neil Brown, like if you win this game, you save your job. Right? Yeah. Like they can't fire you if you win this game. <laughs> I don't know that they're going to be able to fire uh, him anyway, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he might save it anyway, like you said, but I don't know. Also, it's just a, a, a TCU. I, I just continue to think is very lucky. And while they're pretty good, they're not that good. And, and as you have pointed out, can definitely stumble any point in these last five games of theirs. Yeah. Um, maybe it's this week. I don't know. Pretty much every game of theirs is now must-watch TV for me because it won't involve a first half collapse yeah. followed by a second half comeback. So they're at least fun to watch every week. Yeah, something very bad will be happening to JT Daniels in this game, we can just assume. So he should uh, maybe take out a life insurance policy or something. <laughs> <laughs> Might be worth looking into. Uh, Guantanamo Bay... Uh, oh, moving into the afternoon. Guantanamo Bay game is Oklahoma State at Kansas State, 3.30 on Fox. Pretty good, pretty good. It is not a great week when this is one of your one of your headliners, but pretty good. Interesting clash of styles. Excited to see Kansas State in another big game. Interested to see what Oklahoma State has here. Um, not amazing, but sort of a Big Twelve elimination game. I think that this is pretty good. It's uh, you could do worse certainly to to lead off the afternoon slate. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a it's to me it's a good ball game. I think Oklahoma State also is now kind of. Um, got dropped a little bit too far on the polls because it's kind of out of sight out of mind for a lot of people yeah i think they're still probably the second best one loss team in the country behind alabama to me okay uh, at this point in the season I, I think they're a pretty solid football team um i think kansas state's gonna be hard pressed to win this game especially if there's any kind of further injury issues after losing 
their top two quarterbacks during yeah. the game last week. Um, I, I mean, Deuce Vaughn's an awesome player, but Kansas State does need some some help in the quarterback position, and, and I don't know that they're going to get that if they're not having Adrian Martinez playing there. Yeah. Well, Howard looks all right, but um, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, OK State seems like a more complete football team to me. I think OK State's a, a still, in my opinion, the favorite to win the uh, win the Big 12. That's the way I view them. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a good game. Like I said, good styles clash. Um, interested to see who plays quarterback for Kansas State. Was really honestly pretty impressed, even though they lost, was pretty impressed with the way that uh, offensive coordinator Colin Klein uh, sort of reworked the offense on the fly for a very different player in Will Howard. I mean, he was throwing the thing around. He was he was really, really throwing the ball around. And that is not what they do usually. That was uh, that was impressive that, that they were able to do that uh, just in the moment that they could make that change and really change the way that the offense functioned and still have success. That's not easy to do. So, so credit to him. I think that they could still be successful if Will Howard is the quarterback back there. But if Howard and Martinez are injured, um, the uh, young Republicans of America guy who we talked about on the recap, I don't think is going to get the job done. I don't think that he will be enough. I don't think he's going to do enough to beat Oklahoma State. So hopefully for the sake of this being watchable, Kansas State has uh, one of its quarterbacks. That would be nice. Sure. That'd be cool. Uh, our most wanted list here, Patrick, starting off with uh, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, Florida versus Georgia yep. in Jacksonville, 3.30 on CBS. Um, I don't know that it's that great of a game, but but I mean, it's a rivalry game. Uh, Georgia has failed to pull away from a handful of teams this season. Uh, Florida, you know, sucks. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at least they have a couple exciting players, right? They're a couple good pass rushers. Um, you know, Anthony Richardson, well, although he has a bad quarterback, is good for a highlight or two a game. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Georgia fucks it up somehow and it stays close for, for three quarters. That'd be cool. Um, uh, that's all I've got. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty bad slate of games this Saturday. If you can't tell yeah. by our voices, we're kind of, you know, you're going to have to see where the upsets are coming from. You, you know, it's one of those Saturdays where there's no obvious highlight game aside from like a pretty bad Ohio State Penn State game. Yeah. Um, like, you're going to have to look at those box scores to see where the upsets are happening because we can't tell you off the top of our heads. Well, we can, but we won't. We're going to choose not to. Yeah. We keep those to ourselves. Those are for our secret right. picks that we don't make public. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm just bored with Florida. I'm just bored with them as a concept. I, I get that, like, yeah, you know, Anthony Mitchardson might be able to make some stuff happen against the defense. It's going to be a, an interesting test in places for Georgia's secondary all of that you can say, you know, maybe Georgia, the offense, Georgia has completely has spent the last month just out of the public eye entirely. Nobody has been looking at Georgia. Nobody has been really thinking about Georgia, which is fine. It's where they want to be. Um, but like, I don't know. Do we know anything about Georgia at this point other than like, yeah, they're good. They're good. They're good. They're unbeaten. They've had some close calls, but they are generally good. Um, are they going to make some noise here? I don't know. I almost think it's more likely that they don't, that they just, it's like, 30 to 14 and nobody pays any attention to it because they don't need to um i'm just bored with florida i don't think florida does anything that's interesting to me they, they have some stuff schematically that is good that i think will work in the long term but they don't have guys to block it anthony richardson is not consistently able to complete passes five yards down the field because he's not a very good quarterback i, I just i'm bored with them i the, the the novelty of florida has worn off and i don't think that georgia is interesting enough to carry it on its own it's i think it's just going to be kind of a uh we'll say like an alabama mississippi state style endeavor i, I don't think that there's really going to be a whole <laughs> lot of a whole lot of, of interesting going on here hopefully i'm wrong hopefully it is interesting but i don't 
I don't think that Florida has the juice like that. Uh, also in the most wanted, Cincinnati at UCF, 3.30 on ESPN. Big test for Cincinnati. Best opponent of the season to this point, I would say. I don't think Arkansas is very good, so I, I, I would I would say that. But it's not really a compliment of UCF. Uh, more of an insult towards Cincinnati's schedule. Uh, hoping that we don't see Ben Bryant in this game. I don't know why we wouldn't. I don't think that he's hurt, but I just don't want to see him anymore. I don't think he's very good. I'd like to see Evan Prater. I don't think it's really going to matter. I think Cincinnati's going to win regardless. I, 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 I'm pretty confident Luke Fickle will have answers for that offense because he always has answers for that kind of offense. He really, it doesn't fool him because he's not dumb. He remembers things and knows how to defend that offense. It's not that hard for him. Uh, so I don't think that UCF is going to have a ton here, but I am interested to see Cincinnati go on the road. It should be a good environment. Big test for, for UCF, for Gus Malzahn, probably the biggest game of his tenure to this point. If they can win it, then it, it changes things a little bit. I think it changes the dynamic there, but I don't expect that they're going to. I think that Cincinnati is going to roll and that um, a whole bunch of people who uh, at the start of the season wrote Cincinnati off and said, oh, it's really hard to sustain that at the G5 level are going to continue to pretend that Cincinnati doesn't exist and that Tulane is going to win the fucking conference because they are uh, ashamed to admit that they doubted Cincinnati. And so they're just going to uh, ignore it. They're just going to keep moving on. Uh, and uh, and they're going to think that I don't see them, but I do. I see you. I see people saying, oh, Tulane might be a serious <laughs> contender in the AAC. Shut the fuck up. No, they're not. You know who's going to win the AAC. You know who's going to win it. You are pretending. I don't that agree you don't. with you. I, I want to point out that I'm. I'm saying it to your face. I don't agree with you. I think Tulane's an outright, uh, an outright contender. No, they're not going to beat Cincinnati. No, they're not. They're probably going to get two chances at it. Great. So. Wow, they're going to miss twice. That'll be really fun for everybody. <laughs> That'll be really good. No, they're not on that level. They're not. Okay, Patrick. UCF isn't. Right. Tulane isn't. People are ashamed to admit that they were wrong about Cincinnati, and so they're trying to play it off as, oh, there might be other contenders in the AAC. There aren't. There aren't. If Cincinnati loses this week, I'll say I'm wrong, but I I don't think I am. I think it's still just Cincinnati like it has been for several years now. I, there's just there's not the depth of talent and there's not the coaching at these other schools that there is at Cincinnati. It's not there. And Again, maybe I'm wrong. I've not seen it in three plus years now. I've not seen another team step to Cincinnati in this league. I don't think it's going to change. It's there's no reason for me to think that, that that anything is different this year, even without Desmond Ritter behind center. I just it's the gap is wide. The gap is wide between Cincinnati and the rest of the conference, and it has been for several years now. We'll we'll see. Interesting test, but I don't see it. Uh, no fly list. Old Dominion at Georgia State, three p.m. on ESPN Plus. <sighs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about this. I'm the guy who would care about this, and I just don't. The offenses might be okay to watch, might be kind of a shootout, but just I'm I'm tired of these teams. I'm tired of them. They they they've disappointed me so consistently this year. Old Dominion going out and immediately losing after after such a huge program win, going out and losing to a not very good Georgia Southern team. Georgia State being what it is, like I'm just I, I'm 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 not I'm not happy with them. I'm not happy with them enough that I would want to watch this one. I just I I I'm I'm mad at these teams. I'm angry with them. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a valid point. Uh, I don't care about this game either, so let's get to the next one. Yeah. Uh, Illinois, Nebraska. Um, uh, here's where I'm at this game. I think Illinois is probably going to win comfortably. I think they're going to win by like 10 points or something like that. Okay. But there is a part of me that's at least a little bit nervous because we've only seen – like I think Illinois' passing defense is probably very good. Uh, I'm very confident about that, but it's also like – 
it's this is only the, the second competent passing offense they played all season in Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, Troy Palmer is the only receiver who's a deep threat they played all season. The other one there I'm referring to here is Wisconsin, which is not. Jesus. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this. It's, Nebraska is just the second top fifty uh, <laughs> offense by SP uh, SP Plus that they played all season. Oh my god. So. Um, so it's not like they've had much competition here. Uh, I think Illinois is very good against the pass. I just want to actually see it happen. I think that when they're probably shut down Trey Palmer, but this is a good learning point for Illinois. Yeah. Um, I also want to see how the Russian attack looks this game. I'm just curious to learn some things about them. I don't really have any kind of uh, uh, strong feelings. I'm not, I'm not having any hot takes, but Illinois, yeah. I think they're going to win this game and probably win it by two scores, but I just want to see them do it. Yeah, I think that this is probably the dark I'm about to bust narrative buster. I'm not picking it because I don't want to because it would make me sad. But um, this is the one where like if you want to bet against people, like you want to bet against things that people like. You want you want to like uh, you you want to bet on bad things happening that people don't want to happen. I think that this is probably the pick because I could see it. Right, I'm worried about every Illinois game just because I want Illinois to win. But uh, I'm definitely I'm a little concerned about this one. Would be a really major win for for Mickey Joseph as the uh, the interim. Uh, this is sort of the the one that I don't want to admit is a possible <laughs> narrative busting game, but I think that it could be. I think it could be that. I don't I don't expect it, but I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to say that I'm super confident about Illinois here. They should win. I think they will win, but I could see things going awry against a, a pretty good offense at Nebraska. Uh, Wake Forest at Louisville at three thirty on three on at 3:30 on the AB, on the <laughs> ACC network Jesus Christ this is, um, this is an off week for us we're we're, yeah. we're struggling we well, we, here. we just recorded that's the that's the thing we just recorded an hour and a half of a premium show so if you want us being cogent or uh excited you need to pay us 12.99 that's just that's just how it is um this I don't know this is okay i think wake forest has uh, sort of like georgia has spent the last month just out of the out of the public eye being really good and beating beating the shit out of teams I would guess that they're going to do the same here, but might be kind of interesting as an offensive matchup. I think Wake Forest wins by several touchdowns, but there's going to be some points in this game. Yeah, sure. Um, it, it, I don't know. I, I I think you can't sell me on this one. I think that Wake Forest is going to roll yeah. uh, pretty comfortably. Um, but uh, I don't know. Louisville's pretty terrible i don't really have any thoughts i think basically this game is going to be a little more compelling because uh because louisville won last week against pitt but i think pitt sucks because we have we read pods yeah so um <laughs> yeah no i'm not impressed at all i'm really not impressed whatsoever um it's time to it's time to fade everyone involved in this sort of game okay all right yeah we got to get rid of them uh last up here in the no fly list north texas at western kentucky 330 on stadium i think western kentucky is going to win but this one is important because the winner's probably going to play and lose to utsa in the championship game because they don't have divisions anymore because uh, they only have like five teams in the league uh i think western kentucky is going to win i think that they're better but i think that north texas has been good this year the defense has been pretty good i think it's going to be a fun game this is not like the most important football game in the world. It's hard to justify watching this over some of the ones that are listed above it. But if you want 
something that should be entertaining, that should be competitive, that should be close through four quarters, I think that this is a good option if you, for some reason, are able to watch things that are on stadium. If you have the the, the disease that makes it so that you can watch things that are on stadium, uh, I would recommend this one. I think it's going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no thanks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Avagrid game of the week, a very low bar here. Yeah. Uh, we, are, we are working with Kentucky at Tennessee. Um, this is the official, uh, call me crazy. I, again, we all, I don't think this was actually going to happen, but if it does, it is the Hank Helm at the bus narrative buster of the week of the year of the season. Yeah. Um, this is the ultimate Tennessee loss. This oh, yeah. is, this is the loss that would be the most Tennessee loss possible after getting the huge win against Alabama a week away from a like narrative defining, uh, kind of situation against, against oh, Georgia. God. With yeah. a little a playoff berth, basically guaranteed if you win that game, um, and you lose to Kentucky uh, right beforehand at home, yeah, that would be the that would be the most Tennessee outcome possible. I, I don't think they're going to lose this game. I think Kentucky sucks, but I don't know. Kentucky's back at full strength. Will Levis is healthy. Chris Rodriguez is healthy. The defense, the defense looks pretty yeah, good. Defense yeah. is routinely up for the challenge against this kind of offense. Man. Uh... I th- I think I don't think Kentucky has the guys in the secondary to win this, right? Like I, I this this Kentucky secondary is not last year's Kentucky secondary, uh, and this Kentucky offensive line is not last year's. But I I think that they they are certainly stylistically they play in a way that could make this a game. My guess is that Tennessee is going to do to Kentucky pretty much what it did to LSU and just run away with it. I think that Tennessee is good enough to avoid this kind of thing this season, but. Yes, uh, spiritually speaking, it would make perfect sense for Tennessee to lose this game. People would be jumping off the top of Neyland Stadium if Tennessee lost this game. You would see people taking headers off of the top of the fucking stadium, like over the back. They would be. It would be a, a nightmare. This would be one of the worst things to ever happen in the state of Tennessee if they lost this game. It'd be cool. I yeah. think it'd be funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't like those people. No, I'm just kidding. Um yeah, I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> I think I think Tennessee probably wins, like you said. But it would be hilariously funny if they lost this game. Yeah. Um, I, I believe I mentioned this to you before. I do have a client who's a big Tennessee fan, mm-hmm. uh, who is just so nervous about this game. He's already bringing it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, which I can't wait for. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, another uh, real you know, quick. I I, I do want to I want to mention here real quick. Um. Uh, the Mark Stoops' uh, press conference comments here about this game. Did you see this at all? No. What happened? I thought this was really interesting. He said that he's going to, quote, make the Nashville bombing look like a fucking joke. I didn't really know why he said that, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see... <laughs> I'm interested to see what that means. I don't really understand, like, as a football sense. It was, it was, he wasn't asked or anything if he was going to make the Nashville bombing look like a joke, but he just said that. He just he took another question. He made it about that. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see. Those are big words from Mark Stoops, but we'll see if it pays off for him. <laughs> he is an Ohio boy. He's an Ohio boy at heart. You yes. can't forget that. Yes, sir. Um, um, most wanted, Michigan State at Michigan, 730 on ABC. I think Michigan is going to uh, really maybe exercise some demons here of this of this recent series. Things have not always gone the way that Michigan has wanted it to. I think that they have the chance here to make things really, really, really go the way that they want them to. I think that Michigan can pretty much name its score, name its yardage total, name any factor in this game that it wants to name. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, maybe. We'll see. It's still Michigan against Michigan State, which is always... 
Mm. <laughs> it's not always. It's when Michigan's really good. It's not. not it's not always. <laughs> it, we could be due for some hilarity. I don't know. I'm just hoping it happens. I, I think Michigan's probably like the third best team in America. So I'm not willing to. Uh, I'm not really willing to to actually think Michigan State's going to do anything. Michigan State sucks. Yeah. But I, I can hope for it. I can yeah. hope that Michigan State makes Michigan embarrassed. Yeah. There's, there's um, nothing wrong shame with to watch the game. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with wanting something funny to happen. It's just. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think it's going to. No, I'm not predicting it. But look, yeah. here's the thing is like there's enough of these teams where it's a really good team against a pretty bad team in their own conference. One of them's gonna fuck it up. It could be anybody. It could be yeah. Georgia, it could be Michigan. Um, it, I don't know, it could be USC. Someone's gonna do it. Yeah. Uh it could be Ohio you, State. You tell... It's something to think about. No, 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 no. Uh <laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> uh it could be TCU, it could be it could be anybody yeah. except Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> we don't know who it is. But yeah, I I, I think that, that is probably the we that what this week is is this is a uh, a top 10 team shits its pants week for sure maybe two of them um it definitely has that feel to me where you've got a lot of matchups where it's like the team that they're playing is not good necessarily but they have some weird stuff going on and maybe the you know it's it's halloween weekend maybe your team is not fully locked in maybe they're thinking about some other stuff that's going on it's um you know all college football college football players really love halloween uh it's their favorite holiday they've always said that all of them say that all the time they're constantly talking about you know we just got to get to halloween we're working towards halloween it's the favorite it's our favorite holiday um but i i do think that this is this is that kind of week it has that feel to me of you know none of these games are super compelling coming in but i do think that one or two or maybe even three of the good team against not very good team dynamics are going to yield something that we will uh, that we will remember that will be really impactful for the rest of the season. Yeah, um, that's pretty much the outcome I see coming too. I, I don't know. Like we're going to get a couple teams eliminated from the playoff race this week. Um, someone's going to get embarrassed and, and probably have to cry in a press conference. Someone's going to get this feel around them and like, you know, hit yeah. uh, several innocent people. It's all, all the fun stuff we love about our sport. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to happen here, though. Uh, I would guess that Michigan rolls. I guess that's sort of the nature of an upset. Is but you've got to admit, yeah. it'd be funny if it did. It would be really funny. But um, no, I think that instead the result here is that you're going to have, you personally are going to have a whole bunch of people tweeting uh, videos and stats of J.J. McCarthy at you because Michigan State does not field a secondary. Uh, and yeah. it will be just a really annoying couple of, of And the uh, stats are going to be, he's going to be like, 18 of 27 for like 213 <laughs> yards and they're gonna be like oh you think he's bad now uh, <laughs> his adjusted yards per attempt dude they're unbelievable they're out of this world <laughs> yeah they're gonna be like um have you even seen his average depth of target it's actually way further than you thought it was. uh dude have uh, you seen be- the, have you seen this stat that i made up to make him look good did you consider this stat <laughs> Um, excuse me, have you, sir, have you not been following our Eccles rate this season? Have you not been following our Eccles rate? <laughs> his, e- his EPA is out of this world. Nobody knows what that means, <laughs> but it's crazy good. <laughs> um, okay, like, real funny to say, but he has a, a 0% stop rate. Super funny, dude. Uh, <laughs> you're laughing. He has a 9.5 yards per dropback <laughs> average, and you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Ole Miss at yeah, Texas A&M 730 on the SEC Network is next up this is another one that would be really funny if Ole Miss lost but I think it's probably even funnier if they just beat the shit out of Texas A&M at Texas A&M uh, which is I think probably going to be the outcome it seems like Texas A&M is not in a good place right now did you see the this is a real quote this is not one about the, <laughs> the Nashville bombing did you see the quote from the Texas A&M player today 
no. Oh man. Okay. The, the vamp for me while I while I see if I can track this thing down. Okay. Uh, Texas and the thing about them is school. You have to remember um, that is a hate crime asylum area. So anything the yeah. players do on campus, anything the, the student body does, it legally cannot be regarded as a hate crime based on uh, <laughs> you know. A, <laughs> That's true. A lot of laws set in place at the federal level. It's. it's it's actually been modeled after the reserve system. Yeah. Um, uh, following you know the unfortunate acts that our country perpetrated Native Americans. Yeah. Um, they decided we also need to put all of our most racist like uh, sons of oil workers in one place as well. Yeah. Um, to kind of avoid further crimes. That's what they created College Station for. Yeah. It's um, many many have said it's sort of the Australia of America. Um, <laughs> I've got the quote here: Texas A&M defensive back. This is from Texax. Uh, Texas A&M defensive back Damani Richardson on this season quote: It's very shocking. We worked hard and had hadn't had by in. Things haven't turned out the way we wanted them to. Uh, the locker room is silent and fragmented, but I still see fight. What's up, man? <laughs> the locker room is what? Uh, it's also, I did see that Jimbo said they were right there in that game. It's like they're getting run off the field, which is so funny to say against South Carolina. He was like, we almost beat them. <laughs> he's, he's, really, he's really going through it. Jimbo is having, he's having a rough go of it. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't think Texas A&M is going to have a whole lot going on here. Uh, no fly list. UAB at FAU, 7 p.m. on CBSSN. There's not a whole lot else on. Uh, that's that's why it's here. USC at Arizona, 7 p.m. on the Pac-12 network. This one's not even on. You can't even watch this one. But it is. They're playing it. It will happen. The uh, I believe the over under in this game I saw earlier was like 75 and a half. I think they're probably easily going to go over that. I don't think it's going to even be all that difficult for them. This is this is like a this is like a 65 to 42 kind of game right here. Yeah, um, I don't know. It could be it could be really entertaining. Um, <laughs> and someone's gonna, yeah, I don't know, Pat. I, I gotta be honest with you, brother. I am struggling to care about any of these games. Yeah, I have I have very little buy-in. Um, yeah, yeah. Receivers they, gonna be good if you have if you have a college fast football team. It's a great game for you. Yeah, this is big big week for for the uh, guys who want to post about how Caleb Williams is actually the best quarterback in in college football right now. This is gonna dude. Be the a- narrative's starting right now. I don't know if you've been following this. Like Jesus. his his stats have been pretty good the last few games. The narrative's coming back. Yeah, I saw I saw a couple weeks ago somebody say that he would be. He he would be the best. He would be quarterback one in this class, which is psychotic. Just a psych, just just guy who has never watched a football game saying that. Just eyes, you can't see. You literally cannot see. If that is your opinion, you can't see. You don't know what you're looking at. He stinks. He's not good. I I don't understand it. But he's going to put up 500 yards here, and a whole bunch of people are going to make really bad faith arguments about how he's actually good because he did it against Arizona's defense, which has. Maybe one FBS player on it at that. Maybe one. That might be generous. Uh, Baylor at Texas Tech, 730 on ESPN2. I don't want to watch this. I don't care. I don't think anybody should watch this. And then Pitt at North Carolina, Mm -hmm. 8 p.m. on the ACC Network. Um, do you want to see classic North-, North Carolina law spot here? Just a classic spot for North Carolina to like have an easy layup path to the conference championship game. Uh, seemingly have a pretty good team. Pitts reeling. Their offense is totally out of sync. Yeah. Classic spot for North Carolina to lose this game. See, in theory, yes. But I think in practice, this is a great opportunity for Gene Chizik to uh, have his, per- his first good game of the season. Uh, for North Carolina's defense to really uh, flex its muscles and, and show off just all, all that it can do because it can play man coverage, and that's literally the only thing you have to do to stop Pitt's entire offense is can you play man coverage? If so, 
just put seven in the box and then play man coverage and they can't do anything. They will punt after they will punt after three plays on every possession for the entire game. And in the post game press conference, Pat Narduzzi will say that he thinks the offense is making a lot of progress. This is this is a classic this is a classic North Carolina loss situation. But I think that Pitt is bad enough that this that, that North Carolina can still avoid it. I think that North Carolina can survive on the fact that Pitt literally cannot move the football. There is nothing on that offense. It's so bad. And also, they're they're not even considering benching Slovis either for Narduzzi. Like they're not even looking into Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Everything is going really well there. I'm glad that they did all that they did this offseason. Uh, late night, Guantanamo Bay. San Diego State at Fresno State, 1030 on FS1. This is somehow, <laughs> against all odds, uh, basically, uh, the, the, the winner here is going to be in the driver's seat in the Mountain West West, and the loser is going to be in very bad shape. Um, I don't know how they've done this. These teams were really bad for several weeks, and yet here they are still pretty much at the top of the Mountain West West. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm not happy about it. I feel kind of not great about it. I hope Jake Hayner plays in this game. That would make it worth watching, but I don't I don't know if is he's he going to? to. I don't know. It, it will be interesting to see. I'm going to look... Um, real quick and and see, but I, I'm not. I don't. I don't feel confident about it. I can't imagine that he's going to. But um, yeah, man, I I don't. He's listed as questionable, as is Josh Kelly. If they don't play, I don't really think it's worth watching. But this is one of like two games that's even listed here for the late night slate, and so. I don't know. It has conference importance, at least. There's that. It will matter even if it's not good. So you you can do that. Um. And then most wanted Stanford at UCLA, 10:30 on ESPN. I'm worried about this one, not because I think Stanford is good, but because I can just I have that that you know how like uh, like 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 fishermen can feel when a storm is coming in their bones. I can feel mm-hmm. a UCLA pants shitting in my bones, and I'm worried about <laughs> it. I don't want to predict it, but I'm just I'm 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 frightened. I think I think I'm Stanford's spooked. had enough like surprise bullshit gifted wins for enough for the season. Like I I think they've about they've about tapped that vein out. You would think, but David Shaw's whole career is that. He loves to do that. He just he's constantly being gifted wins that he doesn't deserve. That's that's their whole that's their whole deal. Uh, I don't know. I think UCLA is going to win. I think that they should win, but I am um, I'm spooked. I'm I'm concerned. I'm hiding under the under the. I've got my thunder shirt on. I'm hiding under the blanket. I'm afraid to look. I I'm I'm worried about this one. Hmm. Well, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> right. I'm not nervous. All right. Well, we'll uh, have. This, a... is, this is the disaster. This is one of our worst episodes. Got to be one of the worst we've ever done. Uh, oh man. No two ways around it. Yeah. Well, well, what can you do? We're gonna watch the tape and we're gonna get better. We the the recap will will have uh, will have higher energy because frankly these games. Uh, better after you've had a couple drinks, we'll say. We'll 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 use a we'll we'll use that reference. These games. Yeah, go have three to thirteen cold beers <laughs> to see how you're feeling. Come back. Yeah, yeah. Go have go go drink a go drink a, a whole box of Coors Light and come back and look at this slate, and you're yeah. gonna see a lot better. It's gonna look it's gonna start looking a lot better to you. That's a slate you could take. And of home course, with the you. best part is no matter how terrible this is, you know we're gonna watch all of these games. Yeah, I'm gonna keep drinking that garbage. That's uh, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. And then I, I'm sure that like like we said, it will end up having a lot of good stuff. It will end up having fun stuff to talk about. So we will be back on the recap to. Um, do that we will talk about it we'll do that we're gonna we're gonna spill the tea sis and that's on that um 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slay. Yeah. Honestly, we're a mother. We're a mother to a lot of you bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we raised a lot of you. We're, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, darn tootin'. That's for sure. We'll see you guys then. <laughs>